My brothers, my sisters, the Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you always. Whoever loves me will keep my word, and my Father will love him. And we will come to him and make our dwelling with him. Those who do not love me do not keep my words. Yet the word you hear is not mine, but that of the Father who sent me. I have told you this while I am with you. The Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all that I told you. The Gospel of the Lord. Whenever we open ourselves to the Holy Spirit, it teaches us everything. The Holy Spirit works and moves through us. It motivates us. It makes God's grace present to ourselves and to others around us. I was recently reading Ron Rawls-Heiser's book, Sacred Fire, and he wrote about Dorothy Day. And he recounts a point in Dorothy's life that was very challenging for her. She was an atheist, and she had fallen in love with a man and had given birth to a daughter, and they had decided not to marry. But as she began her conversion to become a Catholic Christian, it turned her world upside down. The father of the child said, I have an ultimatum. If you baptize that child, I will end the relationship. Dorothy chose to baptize her daughter, but it paid a heavy price for her. She was deeply in love with the man, and she suffered greatly from that breakup. Her conversion also cut into her social circle of friends. So she was missing more than just a soulmate. She was without a job to support the child, and without her former purpose in life, she was painfully alone and lost. In fact, her autobiography is titled, The Long Loneliness. This drove her to her knees in prayer to the Holy Spirit for help and direction. Well, she lived in New York, and one day she got on the train and went to Washington, D.C. And she spent the whole day praying at the National Shrine of the Immaculate Conception. Her prayer that day was very direct. It was humble, but it was very clear. And essentially, she told God again and again, as she sat and prayed and kneeled in that cathedral, she said, I need direction, and I need it now. Not, not next day, not a week from now, I need it now. She pleaded with God to help her. And after that full day of prayer, she took the train back to New York that evening, and she walked up to her apartment on the stairs with Sidney 
Peter Marin, who invited her at that moment to start the Catholic Worker. And her life would never be the same. The rest of that movement is a long story, but I can tell you it changed, that movement changed many, many lives. Our prayers are not always answered as swiftly or directly as they were for Dorothy. But Jesus tells us today that God does not withhold the Holy Spirit from any of us. If we pray for the guidance and support, it will be given for, to us. And we'll have that advocate with us always. Dorothy cried out of loneliness, a long loneliness, and the Holy Spirit answered I recently read in a great blog, it's called We Are That Family, and it tells of a mother and a daughter, teenage daughter. They were always fighting, always arguing over all kinds of things. Who has the car, the condition of the daughter's room, it seems that everything was in a life challenge with them. And I think we all know those type of kids. I know I do. So while we were at school, the mother walked into the daughter's room, a total mess. Some of us know that too, right? Clothes on the floor, papers all over the place, the laundry not done. And she got very upset and angry, and she said, how could my daughter just let everything go like this? How? She cried out in desperation, and she wanted to have some comfort. She wanted to be calm and try to see this situation in a whole new way. So here's what she wrote on the blog. Grace, God's grace, it's what I needed to calm me down. And I know it was the thing that I needed the most. As I went into the room and all the clothes were scattered all over the place, the whole room was an overflow mess. A mess, a lot like me. I did the last thing for my daughter that I wanted to do. I humbled myself to serve my daughter. So for the next couple of hours, in silence, she cleaned, she washed, she folded the clothes, and slowly, with so much love, I cleaned the room from every corner. And while doing this, I prayed. I was on my knees cleaning, but I was on my knees also praying to the Holy Spirit for a gift of patience and understanding. I prayed that my child, and what I wanted for her, and I wanted for us, I wanted peace, I wanted joy, I wanted God's grace. I closed the door, and when it was done, I realized that this sacred time at some point among that prayer, my anger and my hurt, it faded. Later that afternoon, my daughter came home. She came in with the same attitude and went straight to her room and shut the door. And I wondered to myself if my sacrifice, my time, my prayer had been heard. Had it been heard and had it made a difference? My teenage daughter came back down and came into the kitchen and she stared at me and she said, why? Why, mom, 
would you do that for me? I told her, I see how things are so difficult for you, how stressed you are at school and everything else in your life. I want you to know that this is how I feel about you. I love you, and I love you enough to see past our differences and disagreements, and I wanted to serve you. And at that point, my daughter just whispered back, thank you. The weeks and the days that followed were filled with some amazing conversations, and we both got a deeper understanding that love cost us both, but that love was worth making many sacrifices for to grow stronger. My final message. At our parish confirmation recently, we had almost 50 young adults receive the sacrament. And the bishop marked each person with a spiritual seal. And they were all open to the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, the one that was granted to the apostles on the day of Pentecost, which we talk and celebrate today. They were open to the seven gifts, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of counsel, of fortitude, the spirit of knowledge, and of godliness, and the spirit of fear of the Lord. Bishop Dewar, Father Nestor, Father Sinisa, and myself right in front here, we all had a front row seat as we saw each of the young adults come up to receive the sacrament. In baptism, they were called by name. And on that day of their confirmation, they chose another name the name of someone who inspires them, who gives them counsel, who gives them wisdom, a name of someone who brings them closer to God. Ignatius, Elizabeth, Paul, Maximilian, Catherine, Therese, Francis, Jacqueline, Dorothy. The names taught us everything. So we could just be a young adult seeking the advocate, the counselor, or a mother just wanting to serve her child, or maybe someone on the possible road to sainthood named Dorothy. Whenever we're open to the Holy Spirit, it teaches us everything. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle in them the fire of your love. Send forth your Spirit, and they shall be created, and you shall renew the face of the earth. O oh God, by the light of the Holy Spirit, did instruct the hearts of the faithful Grant that by the same Spirit we may be truly wise and ever enjoy his consolation. And we ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.
Do what you would do.